the Radio Hodaki Big Show podcast. Giving you the best of Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. The killer's there on the uh, Hodeki Big Show. The time is 5.16. Great American band that uh, Mike Minogue. They are, aren't they? I spent a bit of time in America myself. Oh, you spent a bit of time over there? Yeah, I've had a little bit of time over in uh, New York Ooh. for a little while. Yeah, I've only been to LA um, as a young man, actually, as a bit of a teenager. My oh, mum okay. got a transfer over there and um, with her work, so I had to go over there. And As yeah. a nurse? She has an S, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. So just trying to get a bit more money together, you know, solo mum. Yeah, sure. All that sort of stuff. Oh, good and, on it, um, mate. Yeah, but it was, I tell you what, it's hard going over there, man. Well, a bit of a, I was a bit of a fish out of water. Yeah, yeah, were you? Yeah, because of me, uh, you know, being a New Zealander. Sure. And they sort of like, everyone, real surfy culture over there. A lot of blonde hair, blue eyes, um, not a lot of bulging eyes. Yeah, very much, mate. And um, what, especially because... Being a teenager, of course, your bulges would have really stuck out at that age. Well, I mean, look, they let it be known that they'd notice them. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it didn't help, actually, when I started, uh, had a bit of a connection with one of the cheerleaders there. Oh, and, right. Uh, you know, Sparks. Oh, of course, LA cheerleaders. Sparks, that's, yeah. Sparks were flying, but of course. Was she blonde and blue-eyed as well? Can yeah, you? yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was an Amer- all-American girl, I guess you could say. Yeah. And uh, her ex... Did not like me. I can promise you that. Because you liked her or because of your bulges? Well, because of the spark that I had. Oh, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's like when you're that young man. Sort sure. Of, you know, people don't like it. Anyway, so um, he was, him and his mates would bully me quite badly, if I'm honest. And um, I was coming home from a party once. I poured some water on them, get them good, you know. I turned the hose on them and that. And they chased me down the street and they beat seven shades of shit out of me, yeah. if I'm honest, Chris. Wow. And I was just on the brink of passing out, and I just saw um, saw our uh, building manager <coughs> just absolutely laying into them, and he but he smacked like seven of them over. Wow, um, incredible! And um, and then I passed out, and then when I came to, I was back in my bed. Lucky Mum was a nurse; she sort of sorted me out. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was my building manager, so I said, "Hey, man, can you teach me how to do karate?" Um, because these guys all went to the same dojo and he said look I'm not going to teach you how to do karate but I'm going to go down there and we're going to have a word with the sensei down there because this is out of control this is not what the spirit of karate is all about or karate Yes. and went down there it turned out the sensei down there was a real bad ombre you know what I mean and he was actually um, he he was kind of polluting the minds of these young guys and making them bully people and be real sick yeah which is not in any way what you're supposed to be doing with karate not not at all can I just ask did did your um, landlord or the landowner did he use karate himself on these guys yeah he was whipping up a storm oh right yeah quite a small um, I guess I'd say oriental sort of a guy Um, and anyway he said look um, you guys you've got to call your boys off and he goes no way man if he, he was talking about me, he goes, if your mate there is too soft, if he can't hack it, then that's just too bad for him. And so Mr. Miyagi said, all right, well, I'm going to train him up for was the... Uh, what was his name? Mr. Miyagi. Okay. Um, I'm going to train him up for this uh, this karate tournament that's happening. You tell your boys to not bully him in the meantime, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, at this tournament. Mm. So he's me to start training me up. He's got me washing his car, painting the fence, you know. Is it really starting to... Annoy me actually His wax was on The wax was, was off, off Painting yeah. up Down left right You name it uh, What a drag And um, you know So I sort of Questioned him a little bit But I had to sort of Take it Because he was my teacher 
Um, and he was a really nice guy. He actually gave me a uh, bright yellow ugly car for my birthday. Wow. Which was pretty cool. Uh, but I always felt like he was trying to hit on my mum. <laughs> Well, she's an attractive woman, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, and anyway, we get to the uh, we get to the competition. I'm just whipping everyone's ass. Uh, but it gets to the semi final, and one of the guys from this uh, dojo, from this dojo, thank you. Um, he 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 swept my leg, man. He kicked my kicked my leg, and I was man. out, man. That was me gone. That was me gone from the tournament. Full on. Uh, but uh, then I got Mr Miyagi in the changing room to give it the old. Because I don't know if you know this, Chase, but when you rub your hands together real warm and put them on things, it fixes all your injuries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you do. know about that? Oh, that's why I wanted to do it with your back. Yeah, yeah. I wish you would. Um, so anyway, did that, and I was brand new, and I went out there, and uh, I overheard the dojo guy telling his guy that I was in the final with, I think his name was Johnny, um, to sweep the leg, sweep the leg. And big mistake, big mistake. Because what I did was um, I stood on one leg, and I put my arms up in the air, like a like a kind of like a a crane, a crane, yeah, yeah. like a crane. Well, I've never seen a crane that looks like that. Yeah, no, true. No, be quiet, please, Chris. <laughs> and anyway, he came running at me. <laughs> Sorry, and guys. I just went whopping and just kicked his head off. I mean, I kicked his head clean off, <laughs> and uh, everyone came. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> And everyone just came and picked me up and put me on their shoulders and cheered me out. Have you wow. ever had that put, put you on your shoulders and cheered no, you No, mate. Never in Man. my life. And um, there was a song playing, you're the best around. Nothing they can do will bring you down. I was like, that is so true, man. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. Wow. And then I, got to, a- I got to hook into Ellie. <laughs> Sounds... Amazingly familiar, but uh, well, what a story, mate! Yeah, Far America, out. man. Oof. LA, yeah, dojo. They used to call me the karate kid. <laughs> the Radio Hodaki Big Show podcast, giving you the best of Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. The Kaiser Chiefs there on the uh, Hodaki Big Show. The time is uh, 4.46, and we hope that your afternoon's going very nicely indeed. Sure do, mate. <clears throat> I'm feeling full of beans, uh, Mike Minogue. Oh, look at the guns on those, eh? Yeah, pretty... Straining through the suit yeah, there. Yeah, getting pretty ripped. Um, I've just mo- had, I had bulking my, up. my bowl of uh, veggie soup there. Yeah. I'm fizzing at the bung, mate, yeah, ready to go. Man. Yeah, well, I've been, uh, I've been sticking to my exercise regime six Good days on you, mate. a week. And um, today I nipped out for a little dip in the ocean. Nice. Uh, Word to the wise, cold. Yeah. A bit cold at this time of year. Yeah, I'm... But, oh, it makes you feel like you hadn't done it. For sure, mate. I'm um, I'm really missing my ocean swims at the moment because I'm not able to do that in my situation because the nearest water's further oh, yeah, 5K yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Are you God. back in the ocean these days, yeah, eh? Because you had yeah. a... Uh, I know you had a uh, bit of a... What I considered to be a quite a a strange phobia, more you know. Yeah, a phobia is a fear that is ungrounded, isn't it? It's sort of like a fear of dying in a plane crash, where it's unrealistic that that will happen. Sure, and sure. That's sort of what it seemed like with you. Yeah, no, it was certainly not unfounded. Right, uh, it was based on on reality. Whoa. Uh, in terms of my fear of this, I used to live. Um, I don't know if I told you this, in a coastal village there up the coast. Yeah, um, and it was a very very uh, picturesque 
kind of seaside town, I guess you'd call it. And uh, um, and and the big attraction of the place was the ocean there. Yeah, used to get a lot of tourists and. We had a scenario where a great white shark um, was just suddenly started turning up at the beach, uh, uh, and then um, then someone was taken by the shark. Oh, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty horrific, and uh, and that was just the height of summer or something. Yeah, it, it was the height of summer, oh, and and, and the tragedy was the mayor uh, of our little district there. Um, you know, he was saying that. You know, we can't let it out because I was actually in law enforcement then at the time right, um, right. while I was working there, and and he was saying, you know, saying, look, we've got to we've got to close, we've got to shut the beaches, mate. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, uh, there's a huge shark out there. We can't carry on like well, this. It's a no-brainer, is he? Got to shut it. It's a no-brainer, mate. And then. You know, he was like, we can't do that because it's the tourist season. If we shut down the beaches, no one's going to come. We're going to lose out big. And I was like, there's a goddamn killer shark out there, for God's sake. And um, then, you know, uh, some limbs were found and and stuff. And we went on a hunt for the shark. And we actually caught a shark. Really? Um, But... It turned out that uh, that wasn't the shark that we were looking for. Um, so we got a specialist in. Yeah. Uh, a guy that sort of specialised in sort of killer sharks. Right. Um, and he was saying, after we cut open the shark, nah, that's not the shark, mate. Uh. I'm telling you right now, that is not the shark. And the mayor was like, let's just tell everyone it is the shark. And I was like, no, we can't. The people are getting killed out there. Um, and anyway, eventually took took another couple of people and... We ended up hiring a shark killing specialist. Oh, yeah. A guy that hunted sharks. Right. Quinn, I think, was his name or something like that. Um, and he. Quint. Qu- no, Quinn. Oh, okay. Yeah, Quinn. And so we got him, we flew him over. And I oh, know he sailed over in his own boat, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, went out and uh, hunted this guy. And he could tell by the circumference of the bite on things that he'd seen that it was a big shark. Um, and anyway, long story short, mate, the bloody shark attacked Quinn on the boat, and I was on the boat with Quinn, and the boat went under. Uh, Quinn bloody got absolutely munted by the shark, got chewed on, and I was just floating and sort of flotsam and jetsam on the water there, uh. and I could see the shark coming up to me, and I saw there was an oxygen canister, which I right. grabbed out of the water, which is just floating in the water, and I chucked it. At this bloody gigantic great white shark, and it took it between the um, between its teeth there and its jaw, right. and I managed to get up on the flotsam, and I had my got my gun out, and it was hurtling towards me, and I just boom shot the oxygen tank, and it just exploded everywhere. The shark just blew to smithereens, mate. Right, just all over, just bloody shark everywhere, and. Uh, that was the end of that. So, yeah, that's why I had a bit of a fear of going in the water oh, yeah. the, because of that experience, basically. Big shark, was it? Huge, mate. Yeah, yeah. Mass- I think it was the biggest great white in the area they've ever seen. Right. Do they have um, big jaws? Oh, massive jaws. Big jaws. Uh, I mean, it could have swallowed me whole without yeah. actually touching the sides. Because um, that is the plot of the movie Jaws. What do you mean? Well, there's a movie yeah. directed by Steven Spielberg called Jaws. Never heard of it. And that's, well, that's the plot to it. That's exactly the plot to it. Right. Right down to the name. Right, well, I've never of, heard of Jaws. The well, captain is Quint. 
Well, and his is Quinn. That's pretty. Yeah, know. yeah. Nah. Seriously, I've never heard of Jaws. Well, that's. Well, I'd say I'd suggest to you then that Steven Spielberg owes you some money, man, because that's he's stolen. Because what year was that? Oh, jeez, it's going back a little while now. Maybe eighties. Oh. 74, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 74, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the year before Jaws. <sighs> Bloody mm. horrific, mate, I tell you. But still have nightmares about it now. But the Radio Hodaki Big Show Podcast. Giving you the best of Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. Kia ora. I'm Simon Pound, and I host Business is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Join me each week as I chat with some of the most interesting and inspirational players in the Aotearoa business scene and learn what it takes to make it happen from accidental entrepreneurs to the brains behind some of the country's biggest brands. If you're into business or want to be, then make sure you follow Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network in partnership with Sparklab. Soundgarden there on the uh, Hodaki Big Show Wednesday afternoon. The time is 4.42. Incidentally, um, very poor of me, Mike. 3483, how are you doing out there? I forgot to ask the people. It was oh, all about, it was yeah, all about yeah, us yeah, 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 yeah. for the beginning of the show. No, and that's I, right. I completely forgot to see how the uh, listeners are going out there yeah. on 3483, how they're coping, what they're wearing, all that sort of jazz. Yeah. Incidentally, can I just add to the shopping list that I put out for the listeners of stuff that they could provide for us? If anyone's got lots of good reading books to, ah. that they're not reading at the moment, I'm really sure. low on books. Sure. If you could send those to Radio Hodaki, uh, that would be great as well. Didn't you Didn't you used to run a bookshop? I did, actually. Yeah. For a little while in London. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember you saying, because yeah. you're... It was like, well, like a... Sort of mostly used books. It was yeah, sort of vintage. like an artisan sort of one. Not like a Whitcalls or anything like that. No. It was uh, no, no, very it was much... A, uh, it was a proper bookshop. Yeah, was that's it in, right. Well, where was it? London. In London. It yeah, was yeah. in... Um, well, not really Soho, but sort of around there, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I had a lot of adventures over there. I was in my youth, obviously, and uh, yeah. Yeah, had some. Uh, there's, there's something really romantic about a. Um, I think so. A bookstore. Yeah, particularly well, a sort of vintagey actually. one with the yeah. old classics and something. Got that smell in the air. Yeah. And, you know the. You know that all the pages have been fingered already, Chris. Yeah. yeah something about that. You Just know. flick through. I remember I had a fairly torrid. Well, a few actually, but um, one in particular stands out. Pretty torrid love affair born in that bookshop. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite a well-known actress, Chris. Truth right. be told, well, he came into your bookstore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was just I was out the back, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just work, work, working away there, and you hear the bell, the ding-a-ling-a-ling on yeah, the door. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Of course. And um, what's she looking for? Can't quite remember. But I was taken because she had an American um, accent. Right. Oh, so and she was an American famous actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked up and I thought, ooh, hang on a minute, I don't know who that is. But I play, you know, thing is with me, Chris, I play it cool. Yeah, man. And uh, so, yeah, she asked about a, um, I think it was a Wilbur Smith book. Oh, yeah. Um, she likes safaris. Good taste. Yeah, yeah, no. I, nothing yeah. wrong with a Wilbur Smith, mate. Yeah, and anyway, one thing led to uh, another. And um, yeah, before you know it, yeah, she had me, uh, my face pressed into a Dick Francis horse novel there. And um, yeah. 
was a pleasant sort of few months. I mean, wow. we had a few issues as well. I mean, I remember because you were shooting a film at the time and I went to visit her on set. Yeah. And um, they gave me those cans. They give you cans. Oh, so yeah, the cans. cans. Yeah, yeah. So she was mic'd up. She was sitting next to another actor and uh, the other actor had seen me and said, oh, who's that guy over there? And she goes, oh, you know, he's he's nobody. He's a bit of a loser, actually. Oh, God. That's Yeah, that's yeah. Rough. So I just, I, I thought, well, that's enough for me. So I put the cans down. I left. I went back to... Went back to my bookshop. Sure. And um, it turned out that it was a big misunderstanding. That actor that she was in the scene with was a huge gossip and she didn't want it getting out. Yeah, so yeah, she, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you were just a humble bookseller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she um, was a famous American yeah, actress. Yeah, that's right. And I just thought, well, it's all a bit too much trouble. And ultimately she, she just said to me, and this is what sort of got me back into it, she said, look, you know, I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy asking him to love her. And I thought, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. Can yeah. I? Can, can you remember who the actress? What her well, name was? Well, I don't really want to. Oh, I know, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's in the past now. So, wow. Well, what about the name of the bookstore? No, it's, well, it was Julia Roberts. Was it was Julia yeah, Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I haven't told anybody. Sounds about incredibly that. close to the old, uh, the old plot of uh, Notting Hill. There, have you ever seen that movie? Which one's that? No, it's kind of about a guy who runs a bookshop and meets a famous American actress and she's just a girl and he's just a guy and very similar. Very similar sort of... Has that got Hugh Grant in it? Yeah, Hugh Grant, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've done? What's that, mate? Oh, I think I watched it the other night. I've mistaken that for a memory. The Radio Hodaki Big Show Podcast. Giving you the best of Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. Radio head there on the uh, Hodaki Big Show this Friday afternoon. A text has come in, Mike. Ah. Uh, someone very curious about you. Saying, hey, uh, what, Mike, what did you get up to before you got involved in acting and radio? What jobs did you do? Because uh, you've had quite a, film. quite no, a history. Worked in, worked in film for ages, but obviously just as a bit of a, a you know runabout, yeah. a runner, a gopher they call it. Yes, that, that took up most of it. But yeah, I didn't start acting until I was thirty-two, and uh, I think you were you were much earlier, weren't you? Yeah, I, I started acting. I, I was on film from the age of eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, Farm early. cookies. But yeah, it never occurred to me the acting. I mean, I started out. My first thing was a paper run. Yeah, when I was about ten, then a milk run. Oh, yeah, I did the old milk run. Then um, I worked at a dairy. Okay. Which was pretty cool. Because I think your mum bought a dairy or something, didn't she? Or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I worked at New World in the uh, produce section. Then McDonald's, and I worked as a janitor for a bit. Um, Oh, you were a janitor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whereabouts was it? Where, where was that, man? What was going on there? Uh, it was at a university. I just I, mum was pressuring me a bit to get into um, to go to uni, but yeah, I didn't really. Want, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Sure. And then all of a sudden, your mum's pushing you. I was like, no, I'm just going to have a gap year. And so I ended up taking a job as a janitor at the local university, and I just spent I spent a bit of time there. And um, yeah, it, was, it shaped a pretty big part of my life, actually. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there was. Um, I just because I'd only be there at the end of the day, and it was a bit weird because you know you're at a you know uni, so everyone there was my age. Yeah, sure. But I'm the janitor. Yeah. So it was a bit embarrassing. I mean, it was like you know, 
And you look quite freaky at that age too. I've uh, seen photos of you. No, you I've gotten more and more freaky as I've gotten older. Oh yeah, that's I was actually good. quite hot then. Oh were you? Yeah, yeah. And I had a best mate. He was pretty hot. We did pretty well with the ladies, but um, yeah, because you know, I've seen photos of you at that age and. Oh, no, that's interesting. You, you describe yourself as hot. But no, no okay, no, that's so. cool. Yeah, I'd say pretty hot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I just sort of would hang around there. And what um, what I'd actually do was um, it was um, pretty heavy. And it was in the mathematics department and physics and that. And um, the lecturer there, he'd leave up these puzzles on the blackboard out oh, in the okay. hallway. Yeah. And um, I was always pretty good at maths at school, so I'd just sneak, when I was doing my mopping and that, I'd just sneak out there and just solve them. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I'd sneak off, you know, I don't want anyone to know. I don't want to, you know, I'm just a janitor and, you know, I'll stick to the cleaning. And um, anyway, one day the uh, the lecturer, because they couldn't understand, like, who's solving who's, these? Who's all these doing rooms. this? Yeah. It, yeah. But the lecturer there, he worked it out. Um, and um, he wanted me to he thought I was pretty special or talented or whatever and I was like look mate not for me you know I just want to be a janitor um, and then you know things sort of went from there and I ended up getting into a fight I punched out this um, police officer oh no uh, the same night as I met this really hot chick and um, you know then this this uh, lecturer he stood up for me in court and he said look I'll make this guy go to therapy I'll look after him it's on me and the judge goes okay but one more strike and, and you're on your, so he's on going your to prison. Oh, right. Yeah, so I ended up going and seeing this lecturer, and uh, you know he's sort of trying to make me like he's like, oh, you know, you must have had a tough childhood. I was like, don't worry about it, man. You know, I'm all good. It's all good. And he's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And I'm like, fine. What's my fault? And then <laughs> yeah. he's like, it's okay. not your fault. It's not your fault. And then I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. I just sort of started crying. And uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. And then the chick I was seeing, she was going to move out to California. And she wanted me to go with her, and I was like, "California? What are you talking about, man? I'm from, I'm from, I'm staying here. I'm staying with me mates, and that you know he does. My best mate does construction, and that's it. I'm just staying here. And uh, you know, and then my therapist said, you know, one time I gave up tickets to the uh, to the baseball sure. to the World Series, and uh, and he said, oh, I've got to go and see about a girl, and I was like. <laughs> What a dick, man. You should have gone to the World Series, eh? Yeah. And then my missus left, and then I was like, you know what, man? I might go and see about a girl as well. So when my best mate came round, um, he just found a note that was stuck on the door said, go and see about a girl. So didn't last long, though. She was a dirty, dirty, cheating. <laughs> um, wow, that's a hell of a story, mate. Yeah, he really. Uh, but that sort of got me into maths, you know. I was pretty, yeah. you know, just a bit more into my maths, and then from there, I did furniture removal for a few years. Very similar to I don't know, very similar to um, the old movie Goodwill Hunting. Have you have you ever seen uh, the old Goodwill Hunting? I don't really like movies. Not really my thing. Right. Who's in that? Matt Damon. Oh, he's pretty hot. Robin Williams. Oh yeah. You never seen it. Is that the one with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Shit. You know what I've done. <laughs> uh, I've watched that movie and... Uh... The Hodaki Big Show Podcast. Available now on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Showcasing the best bits of 2021 from Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. Radio Hodaki.